0: Hi Nikki um, and welcome everyone to our first or a thousandth actually podcast um, about nutrition so it's our DVC nutrition podcast. Um, I wanted to get back on uh, and have a chat Nikki particularly because Hmm. there's been some obviously a lot of information very very recently we're going to talk coronavirus unfortunately uh, Hmm. and hopefully if someone's listened to this in a few months time they're like what coronavirus it's all gone and it's all kind of moved on from that but potentially it might not Uh, and i wanted to talk today about bmi specifically um and essentially my changing views around bmi it's it's important in a reference as to health Mm -hmm. Um, i mean you've seen a lot of information around uh, bmi being published recently haven't you yeah Um, that's it offline
1: there's been a, a lot of info on uh, like the impacts of that on people's health and immunity and all those sorts of things as well.
0: Yeah, and I'll admit, actually, uh, over the, the years, and BMI has been around for a long time now, but over the years, within the health fitness industry, it kind of got a bad rap. And I'll, I'll admit that um, I, I would have been of that opinion that there was the thought that the BMI wasn't a good indicator of someone's... Uh, body composition their health essentially Um, because we're talking health now and we're referencing body composition basically you know how much body fat you have and and things like that and there was the thought that having a high BMI could mean that you're just a trained person you go you you lift weights and you're you're carrying you know you've got a good body composition Mm. e.g don't have much body fat but you have more muscle which makes you seem heavier or being heavier and therefore takes your BMI up higher. Sure. Um, and I no. think that became a bit of an excuse almost. And I, I, I would admit, I never actually looked that much deeper into it. And my views on this whole thing have changed very recently. When I started seeing that with the coronavirus, there's a lot of information out there now that having, being classed as what on the reference range is obese, above 30 for a BMI, mm to a much much greater risk of complications um with coronavirus yeah and and so actually i did my um my bmi i wanted to see what it was because i had already thought i'd always kind of said oh you know i've got a really high bmi it's because i've got so much muscle
1: what was yours what Uh, what was yours out of interest uh 20 it was 27 Cool. There's 27. respectable 27 then. <laughs> respectable,
0: yeah. And so the big shift in my thinking is I've been training for a long time, my whole adult mm-hmm. life, trying to get as big as possible, put as much muscle on as possible. And my BMI is only 27. Sure. I say only 27. That is classed as overweight. Yeah. Cause uh, we're, we're looking 25
1: at, 25. Is, am I correct in thinking BMI? We're still looking at between 18 and 25 is as yeah, 25,
0: a, 25 to 29 yeah. is, Class is overweight, but 30 and above is classed as obese. That's yeah. that's the wording they use. Uh, now, it made me start thinking about why have I always thought that the BMI is not a good reference range? And actually, now is it true that being above 30 is is not a good place to be? Mm. Uh, could you perhaps you know do people have too much muscle or not too much, but more muscle which makes them a higher BMI? And I started to think about it and look at my BMI and f- BMI of some of my friends who are, you know, very, yeah, you know, I have some muscular friends that train sure. a lot and things like that. And actually no one was above 30 on a BMI, uh, basis. Mm-hmm. So I firmly believe now that actually being above 30 is not a good place to be if you, you know, and you want to start working towards getting below 30. Yeah. And that actually using the BMI as a reference, Mm-hmm. could be a good idea now there is a caveat with that which would be if your bmi is is what would be considered too high but your waist is very low
1: yeah
0: um that would be a sign that you have
1: that would be uh, indicative a, to higher muscle would it not
0: it would it yeah. would but you'd have to have significant significant amounts of muscle
1: yeah. to
0: be above 30 on the bmi schedule. So <clears throat> a lot of people have, I think the thing with the coronavirus particularly is it it can feel very hopeless or yeah. helpless. Yeah. Sorry, more is the more is the word. And when you feel helpless to something, then it feels you feel very vulnerable. Like mm. just going outside is a stress. Yeah. Which you know is totally is true. Most people have had someone touched in some way now mm. with the whole thing. Um, but suddenly being able to think, okay, if I can get my BMI below thirty yeah
1: um,
0: and start that start that journey towards getting below thirty, then I do actually um, from what has been said and been published uh, improve um, my or make myself more resilient yeah to this virus that I cannot really i can avoid people and things like that, but mm. you know i can't do i can't make myself completely um, I can't be, I can't stop myself hundred percent from getting it unless I'm going to lock sure. myself inside, which not many people want to do. I guess
1: it's that element of, you know, the control the controllables and right. having something that's there that's, you know, you can focus on that one thing. Like if I can control and look after my weight in a healthy range and control my nutrition and my training around that, that's something that's going to help reassure a lot of people make sure that they feel like they're, they're looking after their health in that respect.
0: 100% 100% and i and just from the act of saying okay this is what my bmi is today and start this is the metric uh, you know w- one of the metrics i'm going to use to um to focus on my journey to being more resilient more mm. uh, you know you know i'm not going to lie and say uh, this is a cure all for anything but yeah. if it has been said that having a bmi below 30 makes you less at risk of um, complications from this virus, then, yeah. you know, for most people, I think that's going to be a, a significant step that they want to take.
1: Yeah, for um, sure.
0: And I really wanted to kind of put it down because I have thought in the, over the past years that BMI wasn't a very good metric for mm. most people. And actually, I'd probably shift it. I think once you start getting below 30, then there is some nuance. Like I said, mine's yeah. 27 but my waist is at a healthy waist to hip, uh, sorry, waist to shoulder ratios at a yeah. good level. Um, you can start using that once you get below 30. But, you know, for most people, just getting below 30 is, is a big challenge anyway.
1: Yeah. But
0: it's one that's very worth taking, particularly in these times when, like you said, focusing on what we can actually do to um, help ourselves
1: yeah.
0: will give us a little bit more confidence, allow us to actually feel a bit less helpless. Mm. And ultimately come out of this whole thing healthier anyhow
1: yeah healthier more knowledge how to you know maintain that keep that going for longer as well because the benefits overall you know for lifelong and longevity is is massive regardless of it just being now
0: exactly and and all of the these studies and things that they do on legit longevity and things like that are always based around metrics they can use across the whole board and, and bmi is the one that particularly use um, so like, like I said, that really, I just wanted to, I didn't want to record a, a long podcast just to mm. say though, that getting below 30 is a BMI is yeah. a worthwhile, um, endeavor because it will make you healthier.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, very, very few people will be so muscular that they are above 30 in yeah. a BMI. And that was really, um, the main crux that I wanted to discuss. Yeah. Um, so that suddenly people think. Yeah, you because know, there was that pervading, it was in the fitness industry, being massive in the fitness industry, mm. industry over the years that, oh, don't worry about, don't think about BMI. Um, it's not a very good indicator. And actually, when we're talking about health, being above 30, yeah, health yeah. Uh, above 30, it is a very good indicator and it's a worthwhile target to get below 30. Mm. So yeah, that was, that was really all my thoughts. Um, just a short little rant, um, <laughs> but we'll do more of these now. The and we'll start talking because I think it, it's quite nice that um, health and fitness and everyone's starting to think about what they can do. I say quite nice, but I mean, it's quite, it's refreshing that now we can focus on the health side of things mm. that relate to getting fitter and stronger and uh, leaner potentially um for everyone and the impact that it has on on everyone's life well-being and and confidence for sure health confidence this time not just confidence um it's moved away where everyone was focused on their confidence in certain clothes etc which people still have but now it's the confidence in your own health
1: it's kind of got that whole you know well-being thing now everybody's got a a main focus on, on all of those aspects and elements rather than just one perhaps
0: exactly exactly all right, Nikki. well, will oh. um nice chat. We'll um we'll talk again soon.
1: Sure. Thanks a lot and Steven. Bye bye. Bye.